Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far as you get the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 464-5685. Again, the show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. I remembered the third thing from Jason's call, by the oh, way, okay. earlier. Oh, good job. Good job. So I, I told you, number one, patience on Matt Rule. No, he's worried about the energy compared to Deion Sanders. Patience. Yeah. Yeah. Patience. 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 Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, he was worried about um, the, the the conference title games mattering. You know, in terms of well, you, you lose but you're still rewarded. In terms I mean, of TCU and that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, Kansas State, Jason, just won a championship. They did. They won a championship, and if you saw Max Duggan, okay, you think that doesn't matter to that fan base, Jake? Kansas State just won a championship. Yes. How do you think that? How do you think the Kansas State fan base feels? Ecstatic. Okay. Did you see Max Duggan's reaction to losing that game the other day? Yes. Devastated. Why? You know why? Because he said I wanted to bring a championship to this school. Jason, it's a championship. That's one side of it. These guys look at it as a championship. Max Duggan was devastated because he wanted those TCU fans to experience a championship. He yes. went to school. He still can with a national championship. <laughs> yes, he can. Which is even <laughs> to exper- better. To experience a championship. How do you think Michigan felt last year, Jason? And I'm not picking on you, Jason. You're, you're a great this listener. This is Jason for the first hour, by the way. Yeah, you're a great c- caller and you're a, you're a dedicated listener. We appreciate it. But, Jason, I'm asking you, what do you think? how do you think Michigan's fan base felt about winning the Big Ten last year? They are ecstatic because it's been Ohio State's conference forever. Right. It's finally our turn again. Right. It twice now, in a row. On the flip side, I totally understand where Jason's coming from. What if JJ McCarthy goes down against Purdue? Okay. JJ McCarthy, the quarterback mm-hmm. for Michigan. What if he goes down and or Max what if Max Duggan goes down and he's not available for the college football playoff? Well, what do you say then? I mean, it's I get that. I mean I, I totally understand that side of it. What what do they mean? What do these games mean? And what there's always these ramifications too. TCU, I guess, with a blowout loss, could have played its way out right. of the college right. football playoff for what? Because they played an extra game that uh, extra nobody game else did. Right. Right. Some other teams didn't have. How to is do. that fair? Right. Okay. The third thing before I forget again. Okay. The third thing from Jason's call. He was he said that Nebraska needs to beat Minnesota so they don't so they have. A, you know, a red out in Boulder, a migration. That's going to happen if they win or lose against Minnesota. People are ecstatic to play in Boulder and play against Deion Sanders. The, the, it might be the more pronounced, though. Right. The migration will not be affecting, I mean, okay, maybe a smidge. Might be more pronounced. There will be a huge migration of people that have bought their tickets before the season. Yeah. 
that make their way to Boulder no matter what happens against Minnesota. The start of next season is going to be extremely exciting for Nebraska. And Colorado. Yeah, going on the road on a Thursday night, drivable distance to Minneapolis to play Minnesota, and then going the next week, drivable distance to Colorado. Is that's that's extremely exciting? Not not easy. Now, come on, how good is Colorado gonna be? Well, here's the, I, I want to mention this before we get to Kansas State. We're not dodging this twice in a row. Okay, uh, Colorado. I told you yesterday in the first hour. Yesterday hired Sean Lewis, who is the head coach at Kent State, yeah, to be their offensive coordinator. I read into why they went after Sean Lewis. Okay, think about this for next level thinking for Deion Sanders. Oh, and we gonna do this. We're gonna hail. No, no, no. I'm just, just. Right, I, I think you'll appreciate his okay. mindset. Though. Okay, okay, okay. So Kent State had one of the fastest offenses in football in terms of between plays. They go, 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 go. Okay. There's no break. It is all, all gas, no breaks. Okay. They score a lot of points. Okay. Their, their, their vision is okay. This adds a lot of points, but also in elevation, it tires the defense Ooh. out. If our guys are in condition Ooh. to the mountains and Prime. and he I says, like it. and these schools coming in here yes. aren't used to elevation, we're going to gas I them, like we're going to wear them out with this quick yeah. offense. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's thinking. next level thinking. That's a pretty high thing. Pretty high I, level. I was impressed. Like, that's that's pretty well done. Well, I do. Yeah. Get that. I wonder. I, I appreciate that, Don. Yeah, I do too. I'm not going to. So I don't know who his defensive guy is yet, but Sean Lewis, again, goes from being a head coach in the MAC to a offensive coordinator for Colorado. And by running that fast-paced offense, you get your defense ready for the elevation because you're doing it every day in practice. Right, see? Hmm. That's next-level thinking from Dion. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not pushing You back can have all your thoughts about if it's going to work or not for Dion, but I, you can at least you know admire maybe that. Using the your elevation, your home field to your advantage in terms of tiring the uh, other team out. I'm glad you brought up Dion because we didn't have his record yesterday. His record at Jackson State, 27 and five, 19 and two in the SWAC. That compares to Satterfield's record of 25 and 24 at Louisville, and he's going to Cincinnati, which is we both agree. Satterfield mm-hmm. to Cincy is an underwhelming hire by Cincy. There is there unless I'm missing something there. I don't get it. They I, couldn't I, have done better than nothing against Scott Satterfield, but he's 25 and 24 at Louisville. Now we got to get to K State. We do. Okay, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. So on Saturday, Kansas State sip as you just mentioned a few minutes ago won the Big 12 Conference over TCU 31-28. In overtime, because our good friend, well, not a friend, our, the guy we love, Chris Kleiman, got the job done. I wish, I wish he was our good friend. That guy's awesome. Our good friend. I like to think of myself as friends with Chris Kleiman. I never met them before, <laughs> talked to, but I, I want to be friends with them. So, yes, he's our friend. Here's the stats. So I, I want to give Nebraska fans some hope here. I'm gonna give some stats, and and, and we have we have preached this time and time again. Yeah. Okay. On these airwaves. All right about recruiting rankings and how much they matter and how development and system is the most important thing. Kansas State, Sip, here, here's some stats for you. Over the last four years, K-State finished with this with these recruiting class rankings, 66th in 2018, 62nd in 2019, 55th in 2020, and 57th in 2021. Now, that is improvement over the first couple of years, but... 
It's still not very good. No, it's not very good. Same period. Same period. Okay. Nebraska, 21st. Nebraska, 15th. Nebraska, 17th. Nebraska, 18th. I go on. Okay. That's way better. Nebraska's way better in that data point. Now, Nebraska lost too many players. Or just didn't even make it here. (laughs) Or didn't, yeah. But anyway, that's where the recruiting rankings are. Okay. I got got one more thing for you in Kansas State. Okay. 21 former Kansas high school football players played, not just were in the team, played in the title game. 11 of those 21 had zero FBS offers at graduation, including two that were starters and earned Big 12 honors. That is coaching and development. (laughs) It is. Both. There is. Combo of both. And what do you see when you watch Kansas State? I see disciplined football. Hold on. Close your eyes. Now, think about the games you saw from Kansas State this year. Mm -hmm. What did you see? I saw a team that was committed to running the football and was good at it. Keep your eyes closed. Deuce Vaughn. Yes. And quarterbacks. Uh-huh. I saw a team that had to overcome an injury mm-hmm. to Martinez, put in their backup, Will Howard, who performed very, very well and became the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. I see a team that plays physical, tough defense. Yes, physical. That flies to the that ball. That forces turnovers. A team that is pretty much, you know, they had a mistake in the game, but they is a good special teams unit. Yes. They don't make mistakes. That team does not hurt themselves very often. Physical, hard edge. They fly to the ball on defense. They fly to the ball on yes. defense. Seldom make horrible mistakes. Now, they, they, they did get the benefit of Deuce Vaughn, who is – now, we, I asked you uh, – who did I ask you about playing in the pros earlier? Aiden O'Connell. Okay, you were we, – we, we never did look up where he's projected. Josh, could you do that for us, please? See where – Yeah, use the crease for me. Joshua, chance. Um, at, see where Aiden O'Connell is projected. Where where do you think Deuce Vaughn's projected? Well, he's not a, a you know I'm trying he's small. How would you compare him to to, to Darren Sproles? Not as fast, but tougher. Not Sproles so who's, tough. who's a better NFL because I mean they're different. They're different to me. Sproles, Sproles was, was a long time NFL rat. Yeah, successful. Yeah, Sproles was faster. A little different. Sproles is probably more. You needed to get him out in space. Whereas Deuce Vaughn really tough. I mean he's really tough between the tackles. Jake catch the ball too. By the way. Catch the ball. He can catch the ball. Now, Dude, now Bob, back to, by the way, was a three-star. Yeah, okay. Three-star. Okay, so Kansas State, does that give Nebraska hope? Yeah, I would say it does. I would say it does. It would give everybody hope. Except there is one little issue in this. There is one little issue in this conversation. Okay. It's the Georgia Bulldogs. You know where their recruiting classes have been ranked? Tom. One in 2018, number one. Where do you think they were in 2019? Probably Num- number one. Number one. Where do you think Georgia was in number in 2020? Number, Num- number one. That Georgia is in a hot number bed one. of talent down there. Georgia is a different planet right Georgia now. in 2021 fell all the way to number five in the recruiting. Yeah, what a, what a tragedy that is. Fifth. So what I'm suggesting is, yeah, it's it's nice. It's, it's good what Kansas State's doing, but you still ultimately, if you really want to Win a championship, you gotta, you gotta, you're chasing Georgia, which is number well, we, one. We're all aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, let me ask you this right now. Though. Is that what we're doing though? Let is me you're chasing Georgia. Let me ask you this: if if you were to put right now on a neutral field, okay, Michigan versus Kansas State, what's mm. that game look like to you? Tough, close. 
I mean, TCU, TCU. Well, Kansas State just beat TCU, and I said yesterday, Michigan TCU is going to be close. Michigan is a nine and a half point favorite. I don't buy it. I, that's too high. Michigan TCU will be a bloodbath, and it'll be close. Okay, let's go farther then. Keep it okay. right. You, okay, okay, close. Get, let's say Michigan prevails. Okay, Michigan Georgia. Eh. That was a blowout last year. I know Michigan Georgia's not quite as good on defense. I still like Georgia better. But but by in a blowout? No. Can Michigan, can Michigan beat Georgia? Let me ask you that. Can they beat them? We'd never pick it. I would never pick it. But can they? Yes. So you're saying that? Oh, okay. yeah. You worked through. What it. did we just say here? Yeah, you worked. You're through saying it. that on an yeah. even on an even field. A neutral field, Michigan put could potentially beat Georgia. Two out of ten times. I don't care. It Kansas doesn't matter. State's two out of ten. Fine. Well, they can do it then. I know. You're right. I get it. I, you worked through that pretty well. Kansas State is no joke. I mean, they are well coached and tough. That's what you want, isn't it? Wouldn't Nebraska fans wouldn't Nebraska fans embrace that? Yes. I I, I pray for those moments again. Mm-hmm. I want this but team to look thing. like what K State does. But how we just rattled off in the first hour Nebraska's defensive numbers under Bush. Nebraska's defense played well. I want to see that consistently every year. Right. That didn't happen until game five for Nebraska. Right. Game four, they were still bad. Yep. His first game taken over, understandable. Then they yep. had a bye week, and then after that, it improved. He didn't take over for Oklahoma. He took over the – Oh, it's right. It's right. right. Shenander was, was calling the defense. So his first game was against Indiana. It was good. It was always good for Bush. Yeah. Bush fixed it like that. So don't I mean I don't want to always pretend that Nebraska is playing horrible football. They didn't all they played good football a lot of this year on defense. They did. They played good football on special teams. It was up front on offense that kind of it the lesson well it's not a lesson. Everybody knows it. If you're not good up front, if you're struggling up front, it affects too much. You gotta rule has gotta solve that issue immediately. The offensive line is the number one issue. In my opinion, I, I want to disagree with the text coming in real quick because this I always say this. What do I say in the show all the time about Chris Kleiman or K State? They're a Big Ten team in the wrong conference. I agree with you. Okay, Texture says this: K State benefits from it being a physical Big Ten team in a conference that does not beat you up every week. I wonder if they could come and have that physicality in a place like the Big it's Ten. It's changed I'd say a little yes, bit because they're a Big Ten team. It's changed a little bit in the Big Twelve too. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Baylor's physical now. You know who else is physical? Oklahoma State. <clears throat> you watch Kansas. They're they're not I mean, they're not as physical as they need to be at Kansas, but they're more physical than they've been in a long time. You probably gotta go back to Mangino, right? Stay with me, please. I'm listening. Big twelve physicality better. Texas is physical. Texas is physical. I mean, they went toe to toe with Alabama. Look at Bijan. Yes. I disagree with that text because it's not given the Big 12 enough credit for improving its physicality compared to, like, for instance, when Bo was coaching. That's when the league was way spread out, the Big 12. They just spread every Everybody was spreading everybody out. Eh, not, no, not so much now. There's more physical play in that league. You turn on Oklahoma State and look at what they got up front. Joshua, SI.com says McConnell used final year of eligibility to return this year. He's coming back? All right, we want to know his no, NFL no. draft projection. NFL draft projection. That's okay. Now, yeah, look you, up mock, NFL mock draft, see where Aiden O'Connell. Just, just Google NFL mock draft O'Connell. 
Yeah. Hey, oh, Aiden, not McConnell. O'Connell. O'Connell. My God. Um, O'Connell. Jesus well, McConnell. Physical teams in the Big Twelve: Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas. I don't know. Oklahoma could be physical too. By the way, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't look very good the rest of the year. It's more physical in that league now. So I'm. I'm no Kansas State. K State would be fine in the Big Ten. Better than fine. K State could have won the West. Yeah. K-State if they were in the West, West, I would have projected them to win the West. The way they played this year, yes. And they would have scared Michigan in the title game, too. Probably. Here's why. Here's why. Because Michigan bullies you up front. But I don't think they would dominate Kansas State's defense. Michigan bullies you, and they wear you down. They do. They wear you down. It's the best offensive line in the country. Not by – not. I mean, you could – there's some – arguments to be had for some other teams it's not far and away the best but it's probably the best they bully you but i don't know how much they bully kansas state kansas state doesn't get bullied very much no nor does tcu by the way that's what i said he says third to fourth third round to fourth round I, I, thank you Joshua. you asked me go back to the tape i said third to fourth you see, round you, on couldn't, these airwaves. you couldn't creep him into the first round no oh no. don't say it like that be careful there he's not a first round pick you don't think so nope Low first round. Nope. Third to fourth. As I said, strong quarterback class. I trust my instinct of Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. God, he can make some throws, baby. He's, well, he makes some dumb, one th- dumb ones, too. Well, everybody does. He made a lot so of dumb ones. So does Tua. He had a bad game. Tua throws some really dumb ones. He had a, the he, good ones throw dumb ones, Jake. He had a bad game. He's allowed to have a bad the game. Every ones, quarterback's allowed to have a bad game. And they, and they all throw dumb. So, so when you say that about not McConnell, O'Connell, mm-hmm. it's unfair. Quarterbacks throw dumb passes. Part of part of the reason they do it is because they're very confident, and they think they can fit the ball in where they can't. Right. That's right. I want some response from this. I want people. on K State. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. I'm with you on it. By the way, TCU in the college football playoff doesn't have real highly re- ranked recruiting classes either. 28th and 18, 29th and 19, 24th and 20, 63rd in 2021. Now, here's the thing. Nebraska fans, if you throw out Kansas State's recruiting classes at Nebraska, what happens? Fans going an upward. Sure they do. If, if Nebraska's in the 50s in, with the recruiting class, what do you think – the message boards would be like. They'd be freaking out. I would say calm down and see how it goes. Stop the, saying this is a disaster, people, if it's, is, if it's that. Because I'll show you ways, places it was fine at. The other thing about it is recruiting. I was talking to, uh, you can figure it out who it is, an SEC coach the other day, Tennessee. Hey, who could that be? Tennessee. <laughs> Not an assistant coach. Yeah, assistant. He said this whole thing of saying a guy is a top-notch recruiter is passe. It's over. What's it mean? All it is is NIL money. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Tennessee has a pile of NIL money. I mean, much more than $10 million, Okay? So what's recruiting, Matt? You're just, you're just, it's just offering money. You don't that's a that conversation is like when we say we got to not do this with Rule and his staff say oh, well what are these guys like as recruiters who cares What's Matt Davison like as a recruiter that's what I want to know 
yeah, because he 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 is ahead of the initiative, eighteen ninety, and that's where the money he disseminates the money. Okay, recruiter still need relationships. That's important, but closing deals that's that's where it becomes about money for the big fish. Yep. So you brought up Georgia in comparison to K State. Obviously, they're way better in recruiting. Oh, well, me, they're be- better than everybody. Let me bring else. you up. Let me ask you this question. Not not much better than Bama. Let me ask you this question. What? Who is a better football team between Kansas State and Texas A&M? Mm, it's pretty like obvious. Isn't it? Yeah. Looks like they're a top five team. Yeah, top. Yeah, they're the better team. They're not a top five team. Top ten team. Yeah. Oh, oh maybe. No, they're top ten. Okay. They're in the top ten. What team recruits better? Recruits, sorry, in quotations, Rankings. recruits better. Rankings, A&M. By a ton. By a large They're in the top ten yeah. every single year. Top five usually. Mm-hmm. And what does that get them? Well, it's a gotten A nice preseason ranking, which they end nothing. up showing that they're not good. It's gotten Jimbo a lot of money. But it has gotten him nothing. You're right. Nothing at all. Continued great, yeah. They'll, they'll probably be top five again this year in recruiting, and it probably won't matter. You better be careful though, not just to point out outliers. Michigan's recruited. Who at else high is in the top ten of the rankings? Typically. Michigan's recruited at a high level for un- until recently. Tennessee was a a top team recruiting that was not adding up to that. Now this year they performed well. This is the first time that I've actually lived up to their re- their rankings. Michigan in the college football playoff, their rankings. 24th and 18, 2018, 24th, not setting the world on fire. Michigan, Michigan, 10th in 2019, 11th in 2020, and I don't have 2021 for some reason I didn't write it down. Um, but Mi- Michigan, Michigan doesn't set the world ablaze in recruiting, but obviously has done well. Top 10 classes. They're number two in the country overall. Right, overall. They're the number two team in the country. Yeah. So the takeaway from this is, if you want a great example of a team that can, that a coach that can put together a team that you watch on Saturday and say, wow, that is a good college football team. And then you look at their recruiting rankings and say, wow, those are low. It's Kansas State. Mm -hmm. They don't have top 50 recruiting classes, but they're a top 10 team. The formula is, I mean, it starts with toughness. And develop trenches and toughness. Yeah, trenches, development, systems that make sense, complementary football. It can it can happen. But met Jake, it takes a lot of good coaching for it to happen. A lot of good coaching and a lot of people to be on the same page. Yep. Kleiman clearly is running a excellent program. It starts at the top. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Uh, Robin Washit, Huster Online is next on early break in the ticket.